Bold and Blonde. Welcome to the Mindset Evolution Podcast. Hear about tips, tricks, skills, tools, inspiration, mental hygiene, know what you want and how to create what you desire to achieve predictable results and create a content life wherever you are. And here are your hosts, Kathy Tate and Daisy Pup. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution. I'm Kathy Tate, the Bald Warrior, your host from Australia, and with me is Daisy Pat from Florida Keys International Excellence Coach. Hi, Daisy. How are you? Hello, my dear friend, Kathy. Thank you so much. I am doing very well. Thank you. I'm very busy, of course, with clients, helping them getting their life into a different setting. Let's put it this way. I try to verbalize it carefully. It is amazing the results that they get and how they can tap into their own power. And it is such a bliss to see. It is really, truly worthwhile to invest all that time and passion and the gratitude. Of course, you see it now because when we are recording, dear listeners, we see each other on camera. So behind me is this beautiful flower bouquet that I just received today from a very grateful family as I worked with the daughter and they're all very happy about that. It is a bliss and it's a blessing and it is making my heart dance, truly. It is so amazing seeing the transformation that people have once they actually understand what a difference can be made with such, I've got to say, simple techniques, but they're not really simple. They look simple, but I know that they're not. But what you do is astounding, Daisy. Thank you. You're welcome. You're very welcome. I have a very special topic for us today, Daisy, Mm. because it is... Throw it at me. It's Christmas. And who Uh doesn't love a good Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) What's your definition, right? For people all over the world, Christmas means different things and there are certainly people out there that don't celebrate it at all. That's right. But the topic today is bigger than Christmas. It Mm. is just great timing to talk about it though. I want to talk about giving and receiving today. And the reason I want to talk about it is because I find with people that I know that I work with, that I meet, a lot of people are really good at giving (laughs) and not so good at receiving. Mm. And I think that's probably linked to how we feel about ourselves. What do you think, Daisy? Oh, this is a big one, giving and receiving. I do believe that many people know that giving is very much joy. Receiving, though, is the roles are reversed Hmm? and it can trigger, am I deserving? Am I worthy? And when I'm giving, I'm not really thinking about it. Oh, no, come on, not a big deal. Hmm? Mm. Sometimes you hear that. Yes. But giving and receiving is actually beautiful when it is in balance within ourselves. There are a lot, a lot, a lot of things linked to giving and receiving because I do also know people who have difficulty giving. Hmm? That's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they're definitely out there. I've always said to people the trick to being able to receive 
is imagining that the person who is giving to you is getting great joy out of it Mm. by giving. Mm -hmm. So if you don't gratefully receive, then you're robbing that person of that joy. (laughs) Yes, you're depriving them. I agree with you. Yes. Very much so. And sometimes when it comes to discussions in my one-on-one sessions where people address that they have difficulty receiving, I know one person that the two of us know that I'm working with and she has some difficulty receiving and she's always trying to make sure that it's okay to receive and we're working on that. Now, that really goes back to the roots of am I worthy? Yes. And I do believe in one big truth. That's my personal belief. And you listeners out there, you're welcome to think about it. Maybe I can inspire you to give it a thought. There are many religions, many faith groups. Nevertheless, we are aware that there's a universe. And whomever created the universe, created the universe, and I do believe that the universe wanted us to be here. That is my belief. That is my truth. I cannot prove it. Well, that's the thing about faith, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So when I think of receiving and am I worthy, if it's too big of a stretch, okay, the universe wanted you to be here, then let's make a shorter stretch. It's maybe easier to walk over that little bridge. When we were born, as tiny little cute babies. We had not one second of doubt that we are not deserving and that we are not worthy. None of us is born with that. It is conditioned later on. Hmm? Yes. For example, a father sees the boy gets home from the soccer game and then he forgets because he's so excited to get home and he's hungry and thirsty and he wants to greet the dog and he forgets to take off his dirty shoes. And then the father says, no chocolate for you today and no TV. That already plants a little seed into the little boy, I'm not deserving, Hmm? Mm. I'm not worthy. Yeah. That's when the blame comes in, when we are shamed or blamed, and then we continue shaming and blaming ourselves, feeling insecure. But as tiny little babies, we have not one second spent with that. When we needed something, we usually not verbalized it, but we vocalized it for sure. (laughs) That's when our parents had maybe sleepless nights or we as parents had sleepless nights, right? Yes. So when we go back to the very beginning, do we deserve or not? I do believe that we all deserve and we're all worthy. And when I'm open for receiving, let me give you an example. I had a client this week and she is working on creating and generating some really big changes in her life. It is related around her job and also financially. And this week for her session, she was really dressed up very nicely. And at the beginning of the session, we greet each other. We ask, how are you? So what's new and so forth. And I gave her a compliment. And I said, you look very pretty today. And she said, oh, no, it's really just nothing. It's nothing. And then I just nailed her down <laughs> because I said, look, I wonder if you can see that this is a little bit confusing. 
that on one side you would like to create a wonderful life filled with abundance in all different areas, living a specific place, specific way, having a specific lifestyle. And then now I'm paying you a compliment and you just completely build the Chinese wall around you. It cannot reach you. So which one is the truth? Hmm? Of course, she came to the realization that actually she felt just uncomfortable because she thinks that to be humble, that's how she was raised and conditioned, that then you always play it. Play it small. Mm. Low, small, tiny. Mm. So that's what a good girl would do. Mm. And I'm teaching her quite the opposite. I tell her, look, you're not that little girl anymore. And when you start surrounding yourself with people, who say what they mean and mean what they say. Mm -hmm. That's one of the basics, basics of communication skills that I'm teaching. Yes. <laughs> that then when she surrounds herself with people who say what they mean and mean what they say when they say something, then she can stop second guessing or doubting if what was said was meant as well. And that in return can help her to open for receiving. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it is also a trust issue. I can give you an example, a personal example from my own life. Somebody wanted to gift me something really big. The item was $12,000 and I didn't want it. And I tell you why I didn't want it. First of all, the item itself was not really on my wish list. Hmm? I could have used it and it was wonderful and really great, but it was not really something that makes my heart sing. Hmm? Mm. But that was one side of the story. The other side was that I didn't trust the person. Because now, how often did it happen to you and to you listeners that a gift was given to you and then you paid for it a thousand times? <laughs> <laughs> hmm? But don't you remember I bought you these flowers? Don't you remember I paid for our vacation? Don't you remember I paid for your university, for your education, for your car, for your driver's license, for that, 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 that. Then what happens internally? Now that's the root cause. There's a trust issue. Hmm? So when I meet people who I'm fairly new to and they want to support my work or my passion or want to kick me a little bit to write the next book that is already in my head, but it's not on the computer yet. And then they want to support me with specific help. But if I don't trust them, I don't want their help. Now, here's what I say. I said, look, I personally have a sensitivity when it comes to gifts. I'm very open to receiving, but I'm very allergic. If somebody gives something to me, and then reminds me of it over and over. So please, before you give me, keep that in mind. I make it clear up front. Why? Because I burned myself too by receiving it, then I was reminded of it a thousand times. It's exaggerated, but I think it is clear what I'm referring to. I think, yes. So what you're saying is that some people 
give with strings attached Mm. would be Mm. how we would say it. Mm. Though not giving just freely out of wanting to bring somebody joy or love or laughter, they're actually giving with an ulterior motive. Mm -hmm. If the motive is only that, for example, I'm buying you this beautiful dress, but you can only wear it when you're around me, then that already, that's a business deal. That's a contract. But when I gift you that gift and then I let it go, (laughs) now that would be the key. Yes. And you can do with it whatever you want. If you feel like cleaning your bathroom, I know you don't really like doing that, but if you feel better cleaning your bathroom in that pretty dress that I'm just sending you, this is a made-up story, listeners, so I'm not sending clothing to Kathy. Don't get me wrong. It's just <laughs> And I probably wouldn't clean in a dress either. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for the sake of the example that if that would make you feel happy, then actually my gift reached the goal. Yes, yes. So pure intentions mm-hmm. are a key here. The motive should be to bring someone happiness and not any other hidden agenda. Joy, help, support. It could be anything. A gardener is happy when he gets a new lawnmower. Mm. Or somebody who likes screwdrivers and gets the best set in the world. Or somebody who likes cooking and then they get these wonderful Japanese knives. Hmm? Then, hey, you do with it whatever you want and I'm going to watch you enjoying it. I'd probably take them over the dress. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would take the lawnmower as well <laughs> because the one that my gardener has, it's quite noisy. <laughs> I would probably get a little robot that goes every day a little bit and then drives back into its station to recharge. Yes. Yeah, so now also when it comes to gifts, giving, How often do people give because they feel obligated? Yes, and at a time of year like Christmas, I think that's certainly the case for the part of the world that celebrates. It's a thing now where it's expected, you know, that there will be gifts. And if nothing else, that can get really expensive, right? Yes, and it can bring so many disappointments. Yes. Now, also, there is a competition going on. I bought my wife a new Mercedes for Christmas. What did you get? Mm. So that is the obligation already destroys the joy of giving. It can if you look at it that way. I don't let it destroy the joy I get. I Mm. love to pick out presents that I think the person would really like and be useful. Some people kind of pick presents that they want, whereas I try really hard to think about the person I'm giving it to. And whether it's an obligatory gift because it's Christmas or a birthday, that's tradition to to do that. It doesn't make any difference to me. I do get real joy out of giving for the sake of it. But you don't have an expectation attached. That is what I was referring to. I think there are expectations attached, especially at Christmas, that there's going to be No, but you, but when you are giving or when you are receiving... Oh, right. Yes. No, I don't have really any expectation other than I hope they like it because I put effort into it. Yes. Yes. But that is a very different angle. Hmm? 
Yes, for sure. So I find it so interesting when it comes to giving and receiving, we can also go to Valentine's Day. That's what's coming up next. Here in America, the day after Christmas Day, they already change all the decoration is gone and everything is full, bread, tarts, teddy bears, chocolate, and so forth. Now, let's understand that these are commercialized celebrations. They are business. Yes. They have nothing to do with showing love. We just were conditioned. That's what people do. When I think of Valentine's Day, don't you think it would be healthier and more joy for all parties involved when they express their love every day, 365 days a year, all year long, a lifetime long? Absolutely. I, I 100% agree with you on this because I think that the commercialization of these traditional dates is actually ruining the kind of reason that we started it in the first place. So wipe it, get rid of it. It's really for retail. And I agree, show the person who you love Every single day. Don't wait for one day in the year. Like, mm -hmm. that's crazy. It's crazy. It's all about money at the end of the day. Now, when we go back to the holiday season that's coming up, it's the same thing. Yes. I can show that special love and care that I feel for someone on any day. I can share my attention, my thoughtfulness on any day. I don't need to pick a day in the calendar for that. But that's a different story. Let's go back to giving and receiving. So you pointed it out very well in the beginning that giving is oftentimes easier because it brings us joy and it shows that we're in control. We're capable of, we can. So it feeds a little bit our self-esteem, our worth, self-worth. We feel good about ourselves. And the moment when I'm the giver, the other person being the receiver, if we would look at it as columns, then it might appear that the giver is a little bit higher than the receiver. Okay. When you have two columns on a piece of paper, usually when they say, yeah, there are 25% of women listening to our podcast, 47% men listening to our podcast and this and that percentage is unidentified. And then there is another percentage that cannot be traced. Is it clear what I'm referring to? Yes. So when we look at that, then the person, we can also go by how tall is a person. The giver in the moment of giving is taller than the person receiving. Mm -hmm. That's probably a better example, clearer. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm glad that it popped in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then that makes us feel greater, the moment of giving. And the receiver oftentimes feels maybe belittled or, oh, wow, look, he gave me that gift or she gave me that gift. And how could I possibly return that? Because oftentimes there's an inequality. Hmm? Yeah. So I do believe when it comes to gifting, giving and receiving, Give only what you truly can and feel. Not because the media showed you this year, Christmas or 
birthday or whatever people celebrate out there, whatever they expect, unlink yourself, get detached from that and feel. Yeah. And when you're the receiver, give the other person the joy of giving. Hmm? Yes. And you can then enjoy the appreciation for the gift. And then there will be other times where you will be the giver and the other will be the receiver. I know in my life I have given a lot of myself as a gift in time, work. I do work with people who do not have the ability to pay for help. I still help them. And then they sometimes feel ashamed. Well, now I want to show you that I appreciate your value that you're bringing and I appreciate your help that you're giving me. And I said, look, you show me your appreciation with appreciation. When you will be able to pay, then you pay me. And in the meantime, I hope that you trust my word that I know if I can afford to help you and I receive and exchange your appreciation. So giving and receiving, and I do not feel superior. I'm giving because it's needed and it's appreciated. Yeah. So when somebody is giving, don't give it because maybe you would be happy receiving it. What Kathy said, what is it that would make them happy? If I buy you a horse because I love horses and you're allergic to it, because there are people out there who are allergic to horse hair, hmm? then that's not in balance either. So be thoughtful. Yeah, I definitely don't want a horse. <laughs> when you're receiving, then appreciate the ability and capability of the level of thoughtfulness of the giver. Focus on the appreciation and not the item hmm? or the magnitude or the size hmm. or the value. Sometimes a thank you can mean a million times more than a big gift. I remember as a little child, I was writing letters because I had very little pocket money. And back in the day, we had these coins that we had still Deutsche Mark and Pfennig. So these were the pennies and that was before Euro. And it would have not been enough to buy something that I knew that my mom or my dad, when they were still alive, would really be happy with. So what I did, I wrote them letters. And I wrote them with the most cheerful heart that I had at the time. And then I made it pretty and I glued some glitter on it. And then I put it in the little box and I put a little bow around it. And I do believe that they appreciated that so much more than if I went out and buy something for the little few marks that I had, Deutsche Mark, and buy them something that they wouldn't use or wouldn't need or couldn't enjoy. Yes, I love that story because that's how I feel. I think that something with some effort and thought put into it, no matter what it is, way more valuable than something that you just threw money at. Mm -hmm. And especially in times like this where there's so much uncertainty around the financial system. Yes, absolutely there is. And I know I've heard stories about people going into debt to do Christmas for their kids, but really you're setting yourself up. 
they go into debt in order to create this crazy experience where what you're really doing is you're conditioning your kids to expect more. So instead, let's do the opposite. Let's not go and purchase gifts. Let's all make each other something. There might be a little bit of a problem because some people are more gifted and some people are less gifted. But I truly believe the greatest gift truly that we can give one another is our time and full attention. Yes, absolutely. That's the greatest gift and the time spent together. So those of you out there who have a little bit of a shortage in financials right now or are concerned about that, then maybe just make an agreement and nothing wrong about stating and sharing, hey, I'm a little short right now. I'm not going to be able to gift you what you would really like that I believe you would really like. But I had thought about something that I'm going to take you out for a walk, wherever that is. And we're going to have a look and look with our eyes as if we were little children and just observe and focus on that little bug that's sitting on that leaf or see that little butterfly or look at the snowflake or let's make the snowball and listen to the sound of it while you wake it. Do you see wherever you are around the globe? I believe that humanity is at a turning point that also has to do, some call it the big awakening or the great awakening. Let's go back to our values. And I detached myself from the commercialized hamster wheel, if I can say that like that, because I do believe in so much more values. And especially here, in America, there's so many people with so many different religions and backgrounds. And it is quite the norm that here in America, we say happy holidays. Nobody says Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah, right? Yeah, the world's gone PC. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sticking with Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes, you can do that. You can choose to do that. I have friends of mine, they don't respond to that because they don't celebrate that at all. Hmm? Well, and that's okay. That's everyone's choice, whether or not they want to celebrate. It is a holiday from only one of the world's religions. So it depends. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Okay. That's what they choose to do. But then here, back to the giving and receiving, let's just give from the heart and let's give what you can and not what is being expected and not what you're supposed to based on commercials or other people in your surroundings, yes. in your community, in your society. Just do what you feel. Because many of us, we abandon ourselves so often by doing things that were expected. Back to your social norm topic that you threw at me one day, not so long ago, <laughs> then Hey, it is possible to uncondition yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And I think if I understand you correctly, you're saying that we don't often enough just experience 
the joys of life and live in that moment and notice the things like the bug on the leaf or the sound of snow being crushed into a snowball. Mm -hmm. So let's take it back and Mm -hmm. focus on those things. Focus on being in the moment with people that are important to you in your life and let that be the gift. Mm -hmm. Gift your time. Yes. Because that's priceless and it's also timeless. Yes, time and attention. You know why it's also timeless? Tell us. It's not going to go out of fashion. Yes. When you create memories, beautiful memories, with intention, with your heart, from your heart, through your heart, people will remember that. I think that's the best gift of all, actually, is creating memories. Good ones. Yes, good ones. Some people call it silent night. Make it silent. Speak from your heart and listen with your heart, giving and receiving. Hmm? And so that's our take on giving and receiving. And whether you are a Christmas celebration person or not, it is still applicable to everybody out there, I think. And it was just good timing that Christmas happens to be in two days. So for everybody that does celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. For everybody who doesn't, happy holidays. And we will see you again next week with another amazing episode of Bolt and Blonde. Mindset Evolution. I wish everyone a wonderful time around the year. Here, there, elsewhere, anywhere. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution podcast. If you love what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast. In our show notes, you can find the link to our Facebook group where you can personally connect with Daisy and Kathy. And the link to our website where you can find all of our previous episodes and much more of goodies so you can get the most value. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps out the show and helps us to get some powerful feedback from you. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon.